Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. to interrupt uh, our actual plan for this segment with a brief message about something very disgusting that I just saw on Facebook. Great. It's called hot dog pie, and it's very difficult for me to recognize that we live in a world that exists. <laughs> with, that's not real. It's that's, from cooking light. That's lies, Colleen. That's just straight up lies. I don't know. It's from Cooking Light Magazine, and no, it's called Hot no, Dog Pie. No, what are they doing, Colleen? I know, no. they're pureeing hot dogs. No, 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 no. It's so disgusting no, that, and foul. That is a that is lies. I'm putting it up on my Facebook page right now. If you, Thank you. If you are friends with me on Facebook, you'll be able to see it. If you're not, sorry about it. No. Uh, all right. No, what's happening? I know, oh it's so gross. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, <laughs> streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's off today. He was on the morning show. He'll be back on Monday. Holly and I are here with you till 3 o'clock. And uh, listen, we think we know who might have scored the very first uh, interview with the Sussexes. That would be Harry and Meghan. And we're rolling our eyes. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to tell you why. (laughs) This story that I saw this morning, Colleen, on the Daily Mail, I had the same reaction to this story as I just did about that hot dog pie that you were sharing. Yes, right? Oh, my God. See, that's nasty. That's nasty. (laughs) So this is a story that the Daily Mail is running with exclusively. So that means that somebody is talking directly to the Daily Mail about this. And they may or may not have a legitimate tie to the story. But here's the headline. Exclusive. Meghan Markle is planning to give her first interview to Ellen. Because she feels they are, quote, kindred spirits and host understands her pain, which I think they mean Ellen. And suffering, which, by the way, the Daily Mail wants to add is a snub to BFF Oprah. There's oh. a lot to unpack in that. There's headline. a ton to unpack. And I just want to start with the first thing. It's so obvious. It's obvious. I mean, <laughs> we know that Megan is friendly with both Ellen and Oprah. Yes. Well, we know that she is friendly with Oprah. Oprah was at the wedding of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Also, through our stealth investigation on the Colleen and Bradley show. Yes, thank you very much. Tip of the hat to us. And to our listener. <laughs> to an astute listener. Who pointed out the fact that Meghan Markle is currently staying on Vancouver Island, which is but a ferry ride away from Oprah Winfrey's Washington State Estate. On which, Orca Island. On Orca Island, which is the one, yes, with the laser bathtub. Yes. Shaped to fit Oprah's body exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is probably yeah. why Meghan Markle isn't staying there, because she doesn't. the bathtub doesn't fit her right. Right. 
because it's Oprah's bathtub. Problems. Um, hashtag problems. <laughs> um, no, the the reason why I'm rolling my eyes at this is, and I don't have a particular beef with Ellen. It in just in the, like as a human being, I don't have a beef with her. And I hear what they're saying about feeling like uh, Ellen understands the suffering of. Megan, because Ellen was scrutinized by the media as well. Well, and, and, yeah. and very awfully so. And also, Ellen has been vocal on her TV show yeah. in supporting Harry and Megan and their treatment in the press, where she right. has gone up to bat for them several times and has used her show as a platform for the ex royal couple. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily judging it from that standpoint because I understand why Meghan and Harry would want somebody who would be, uh, gentle with their story to be the person to interview them. I just, I don't think of Ellen as really a great interviewer. And I know you could say, but she has a talk show. She's a great interviewer. No, I don't actually think she's a great interviewer. I think she has a talk show. She does. And she interviews. She has a talk show. I would argue. It's a talk show in as much as Ellen DeGeneres sits across from somebody and has a conversation with them. Her show's more of a variety show at the end of the day where it's about games and even on the couch when Ellen DeGeneres is talking with celebrities, it's more gimmicky than anything. Like she'll try to scare them or, or they'll play games or do whatever. But you're not looking to her in the way that you would look at celebrity or great interviewers like, for example... Oprah. Right. So that's the part that trips me up is then why wouldn't they have chosen Oprah over Ellen? And if I'm being perfectly honest, you know who I really think they should go with? Gail. Oh, good call. Yeah, because they've got an in with Gail through Oprah. And Gail, I mean, what Gail did with the R. Kelly interview, and I'm not I am not comparing R. Kelly to Meghan Markle, but she really did show her interviewing chops in a way that was pretty spectacular. Right, you're saying with that interview. That Gail King's interview of R. Kelly that happened, what, about a year ago at yeah. this point, sometime last year, that was interviewing excellence. Yes. Where she was able to take that subject and really interview them. But that's exactly what Megan and Harry don't want. They're probably trying to avoid that. Yeah, because Ellen DeGeneres not noted interviewer, when she has done interviews in the past that are outside of the context of the world of Hollywood, they're very softball in nature. Now, I'm going to go a little serious here in as much as one interview in particular that was even questioned at the time when it happened was Ellen's interview with the security guard that Mm -hmm. was there during the Las Vegas shooting, Jesus Campos. A lot of people I remember at the time were speculating Out of all the places that you could go for an exclusive interview Uh in this very serious story, out of all the interviewers that you could select out there in the media, it was Ellen DeGeneres that got this exclusive interview. And it it was very light Mm -hmm. and it wasn't it. What purpose did it serve? I think people were wondering that. So thinking about those kinds of uh, things and thinking about that interview, why would Harry and Meghan then choose to go to Ellen DeGeneres for their exclusive interview. Well, because she's going to softball Yeah, and because they can control the narrative. Totally. Because Ellen DeGeneres' show, much like some of our late-night talk shows, like Jimmy Fallon and and, uh, 
Jimmy Kimmel, et cetera, Seth Meyers, they they have a, a rigorous pre-interview process, which actually totally informs how the interview then goes. Right. So there is a producer that calls and asks a bunch of pre-interview questions. From that come those cute, funny stories. Those are not off the cuff. Those <laughs> are not. Yeah. What? what? I'm sorry. Just to, like the to, carpool karaoke car yes. isn't actually driven by James Corden himself. What? I know. Blowing minds here on the Kalina Bradley show. But seriously... They, um, you know, they do this pre-interview and that's where those funny stories come from. So then then the interviewer knows how to set up that funny story. And the person who's being interviewed, the celebrity, knows exactly what they're asking for. It's all very controlled. I'm not saying that spontaneous funny things don't happen. They do, but they're far more controlled. With a good interviewer and a good interviewee, yeah, those spontaneous moments can happen. But that is an art. The art of the couch yes. is something... That is an art in and of itself. Yes. Where you have a good interviewer and a good interviewee, and they kind of know the dance that they're about to execute, but Mm -hmm. they have that room for improvisation. But with a real authentic interviewer, with a journalist, a journalistic interview, they can, they'll ask all kinds of things. So they might be told certain things are off limits, and they'll dance around those. Some, some interviews will push, interviewers will push harder Mm -hmm. and try to get to those things without actually asking the question. But Ellen isn't going to do that. No. And that's why they would be going with that as an interview. And that's trash. Well, I'm sorry, but that's trash. And it's not the interview that we really want to hear. Right. Because there were rumors a couple of weeks ago that uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were threatening to do a tell-all interview. Now, that is the interview... That I would be here for. I'm here for that, yeah. Really honest interview. But with Ellen, it's just going to be a softball interview, and it's just going to be a fluff piece, and it's just going to be these this mutual admiration club of the three of them getting together and talking about things. And I'm not here for it. Not here for it either. No. Bye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, each and every Friday, we like to try a little something we've never tried before. Now, um, Bradley's not here, and Holly and I were left to our own devices. Yeah. And we've got some, you know issues right now so okay when i say that that sounded weird what do you mean issues? we don't have issues i'm like i'm 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 very specific about what i'm eating right now oh yeah and this okay. doesn't totally fall into the category but i don't care we're gonna do it anyway it's something i'm actively avoiding but for you colleen i am going to eat this okay we're gonna try this it's uh well we'll tell you what it is after this on my talk 1071 ah it's friday and we're so thankful for that for so many reasons on the colleen and bradley show my Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, did the morning show. He's not with us today. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are taking you to 3 o'clock. And on Fridays, we like to eat something we normally wouldn't eat. And this definitely qualifies for a cheat day. Dirty, rotten, cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Okay, so sometimes uh, when we do cheat day, we have to rely on what's at the grocery store because we uh, exhaust all the people we work with by asking them to go get us things. Yeah, you got to ration that out. And also it's January and fast food companies aren't coming out with the razzle dazzle. No, they're really not. They're not. Mm -mm. They're not getting us. No. But uh, and actually, Holly, now that I've read through all the ingredients on this, this totally does not fit into my uh, eating situation. Right? I'm on a whole thirty. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. I'll cheat every twice in a while. Well, that's it's cheat day. This yeah, isn't that's part of do. my jam either because it's got a lot of refined sugar, and exactly. I'm not really on that train. Train right also, now, right? Okay, yeah. so this is what this is: is the original Oatly. 
It's 100% vegan strawberry ice cream. Oh, nope, sorry. Non-dairy frozen dessert. Oh, thank you. Hannah, our social media gal, was like, uh, I'm not going to call this ice cream, you guys, because it's not ice cream. But I will say, scoopability-wise, it's got like a fro-yo texture. Well, you know, Colleen, oat milk is really hot right now. Why are we so excited about oat milk right now? Um... Because it's a milk alternative beverage that is very popular. So this is non-dairy, which this works for me, right. which is a good thing. Because dairy, I'm, I've learned dairy doesn't agree with me. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Also, allegedly, supposedly, almond milk is it uses a lot of resources. So it's on the so, so We're not doing on, that anymore. Well, or, you know, maybe doing it sparingly. But oats. Hello. Oats. We're totally doing it. Totes. Totes doing the oats. Yep. So this oatmeal, uh, oatly oatmeal vegan ice cream. We got the strawberry flavor. We were uh, unceremoniously razzed by our social media gal. Yeah. I, strawberry ice cream is delicious. Yes. And if you're going to razz against strawberry, then I just don't even know. We don't have time for that. No. Okay. Okay. So you go in first. Uh, and like I said, texture wise, I'm getting the, like, it's like a frozen yogurt. It's got that sort of softer type oh, texture. Oh, this is good. Is it good? It tastes, you would not know. That it's not that it's not dairy. dairy. It is the texture is different than a non dairy frozen dessert that's based with soy, for example. I, I'm mm. all about this, right? It has a nice mouthfeel to it. Ooh, okay. Can I tell you what I also really like about it? I was worried that we were gonna have strawberry chunks, and there's nothing worse than frozen strawberry chunks. I just don't get down with that. They're but, hard for sensitive teeth. I know. Well, and just I just don't want to have to chew anything if I'm eating ice cream. I want it to melt and then just sort of like become one with me. Uh-huh. So I don't like to chew things in my ice cream. Sorry. Is that too much information? Maybe. <laughs> it is good. I don't <laughs> think you... Nice. I can't tell that it's not dairy. Now, I'm looking at our friend Nikki, who's here running the board, and her face does not look like our face while she's eating this. Nikki... For me, it just has a really weird texture. <laughs> and I have texture issues with my food mm. in general. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I will say the like flavor is really good. The flavor right? itself, the texture of the ice cream is kind of off-putting to me okay. a little bit. I get what you're saying because it's like a, it's not, it doesn't, it, there's like a thickness to it yes. that's not the same as ice cream. It's mm-hmm. also soft. Yeah. There's right. a softness and a thickness to it. Yes. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Holly Roberts <laughs> taking it to the nasty place. Um, yeah, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. So am I. I would also just like to, in case you're a person who's like, how many calories is in that? Oh, how many calories? What I think is, what I'm excited about is, you know, I think this is a thing we're going to start to see on our food more because some of the laws about nutrition facts have changed where it tells you not only how much is in a serving, but then it also tells you how much is in the whole container. That I appreciate. I do too, because sometimes you're like. I, well, I don't have time to measure out a, a serving, so I'm just going to eat the whole thing. But also, now you know just by looking at it, you don't have to do math. A pint of ice cream is a whole serving. In my mind. In my mind, yes. <laughs> Hello. Totally just so one serving. This is 200 calories. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's per serving, but there's three servings in a pint, so it's 600 calories for the whole container. And you know, if you're going on a bender, have at it, man. I feel like if you eat a whole pint of this Oatly uh, non-dairy frozen dessert... You're going to get a gut ache in the same oh, yeah. way that that's quite possible when you eat a whole pint of ice cream in one sitting. Truth. Because this is not I would recommend this if you're honest to goodness, if dairy is really upset in your tummy uh-huh. and you and you want something frozen, then go for this. However, if ice cream, you can still eat it. Without just having then go for the real deal. Yeah, just go for the real deal. Right, I agree with you. But yeah, yeah if you're a person who's sensitive to dairy, this is like definitely a good alternative. Mm-hmm. Again, it's oatly, strawberry, non-dairy frozen dessert. Was the was the normal flavor vanilla or was it just like I don't know? And I was terrified by it because okay. there are two flavors where I bought this oatly non non dairy dessert but and you got it by we'll just say where you got it so oh, yeah, people can I got can it know. at whole foods yeah. it's on sale by the way oh, which good. was also very attractive that but is it was, always attractive but it was plain and I'm like, well, what does plain taste like? That to just, me, if it's going to be an ice cream thing, plain better be vanilla. Well, it didn't say vanilla. And, and that's, that's wrong. And that scared I'm me. I'm not okay with that. Because I'm like, is this just going to be frozen oatmeal? Because that's nasty. Oh, that I don't sounds want, really I don't gross. want any of that. And You know, can I just, uh, as a quick aside, because we have 55 seconds left. The other day, oh, wait, how many Cobras on this? 3.5. I'll give it just a plain three. I'll give it like a three. Okay, good. Yeah, nice. That's, you know, it'll do. Um, I was just going to say the other day, uh, Elizabeth Reese was talking about overnight oats. I can't get into those. They're not working for me. I don't, there's something about the texture to them. It's like they don't, I want just oatmeal. There's a mucus element to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like understand. it. I'm not down with it. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion on uh, overnight oats. Thanks for tuning in. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this. some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's not with us today. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are taking you to three o'clock today. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Wendy Williams. Oh, Wendy Williams hi. is my d bag. Okay, so we didn't talk about this on our show, sadly, and I don't know why we didn't. Sadly, we missed this. Well, we—I mean, we didn't miss it because we definitely talked about it off the air. It just squeaked on by. It just yes, we didn't. Um, we weren't able to sniff it out and really bring it to our audience. Mm-mm. So Wendy Williams last week, I think it was. Um, she had a little gaseous interlude on her show, 
And uh, let's play it so you can hear it. She is, this is on the Wendy Williams show. And uh, it doesn't really matter what she's talking about. Just listen. It's about 18 seconds in. Okay, so here we go. At 27 years old, you're old enough to understand political correctness in the times that we live now. You can't just slap people on the booty. Of course, he probably knows it's not right from a man to a woman or a woman to a man. But you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean, you're lucky you only got battery. What if he should file for sexual assault? <laughs> okay, that's great. Um, it's it's just like a low rumble, and she stops. Now, first of all, I should have set this up properly and tell you how she's sitting. She's leaning over on only one butt cheek. And you all know what that lean is. She's doing <laughs> That's an uncomfortable situation. She's making room for it, hoping that the chair doesn't reverberate. That's an escape plan. That is an escape plan. (laughs) She's like, this something needs to get out, and it needs to get out and have some room to move and breathe. And she stops her talking when it happens. Now, uh, that was last week. Wendy Williams has finally addressed this on her program. Mm. Mm -hmm. And she she will have you know, that was not her. She says, let me tell you something right now, okay? Uh, She said, I don't lean over like this to release a fart. I lean over like this because it's comfortable. If I sit straight up all the time, it's heavy on my spine. I like to release my hips and lean. I've been doing this for 11 years on this show. I've never farted once on this show. As a matter of fact, I barely fart. You know why? Gas gets released several different ways. And mine is belching because all I do is talk. Then she says... But, uh, no, okay, then she did say, by the sound of that one, I would have had to go change my costume. I, okay, then she said some other stuff. But she, this is what she says was uh, the reason for the sound. We were filling up a fish tank backstage, and we didn't have the proper hose. It was sputtering like someone was farting. It wasn't <laughs> Wendy. That's what her gaffer, John Anderson, said. They were setting up a chemistry experiment... <laughs> And they didn't have the right hose, and it made a fart sound off stage. No! <laughs> Wendy! That's the trashiest excuse that is the ever. Dumb, like, that is worse than the dog ate my homework. That, honey! Honey. We all know. Honey. The one who denied it. Supplied, supplied it. it. Yeah. We may not have smelt it, but we know that you dealt it, Wendy. And just say it, girl. Just be like, yeah, I had some beans. I was gassy. And I thought that it was going to be as silent but deadly. Turns out that wasn't the case. The evidence is clear. Thank you. Again, I used my eyeballs. I saw the way she was sitting. Everybody knows that position. We've all done it, Colleen. When we have been in places and we have some uncomfortable gas and yet you lean into it. And then even sometimes you let it all out. I mean, I did it this week. And you know what? Did it feel good? Well, I mean, it, it released a little yeah, bit. Yeah, see, there you go. I hope somebody didn't walk shake into it. Shake it out, girlfriend. Shake it out. You just shake it out right. And uh, and also, there's no shame in the game. In no. as much as that it w- could have been an opportunity. Well, this could have been an opportunity for Wendy Williams to exercise a little self-deprecation. Right. Although I know that's not in the Wendy, Will- uh, Wendy Williams wheelhouse of uh, emotions. Self-deprecation? No. It's just not? No. And that further proves... I think she was trying to (laughs) prevent self-deprecation. Sorry. (laughs) We don't know whether or not that was a successful endeavor. I know. Could have left a mark. Yeah, sorry about that. Could have left a mark. Well, she did did say that. 
that it did leave a mark? No, that she, oh. if it if it would have been her, but remember it wasn't her. Right. She would have had to check. Nobody has a damn fish tank backstage. I what mean, are you, a James on. Bond villain? Come I was on. born at night, but I wasn't born last night. And also, no, that's no. the dumbest thing I ever heard. Um, it it did remind me, though. I mean, when we really think back to great moments in, in farting. TV farting history. <laughs> remember the time that uh, Nancy Grace did it on... Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that she was, was just so one. relaxed after moving her body like that. And the nerves get to you and stuff happens. I feel like she farted on her show as well. Oh, I'm that sure was she on did. headline news. I'm sure. She's just reading the news about just, goodness you know, knows what. And, I know. She probably thought it, the mics wouldn't pick it up. And there you go. Well, that's the thing. Wendy, you thought it was going to be silent. Yeah, you didn't think the mic would get to it. And it got to it. But there's like a hundred other excuses you could have used that didn't involve a fish tank backstage. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. She's my D-bag for that. Just, you know, own it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My D-bag of the day is the Daily Mail. Oh, again. Uh, They've again. been a D-bag before. They have been a D-bag before. So the Daily Mail, they write a lot of stories. Yeah, they do. You know, they're very busy over there. Yes. I think that they've um, hired any copy editors over there, any proofreaders, anybody who actually reads the content that goes out onto the Daily Mail's website. Now, I want to read you a headline from the Daily Mail today, and it's my reason for them being my D-bag of the day. Okay. It's a lot. All right. This is all one sentence. Okay. Actress Charlotte Gainsborough, who released controversial song Lemon Incest with her famous singer Dad Serge when she was just 12, launches desperate search for her missing cat Milo in New York. Okay. I, we to went unpack. to a couple different places there that I wasn't prepared for. Yeah. Also, I feel like the entire article was just right there. Like, you know everything you need to know. Yeah. You know who this person is. You know why we care. we're supposed to care about this person. And you know that she's lost her cat. Yeah, the story actually is, Colleen, that Charlotte Gainsborough lost her cat and is looking for it in New York City. That's the story. The other stuff, why the heck do we need to have that in our headline? It's like, well, there's a lot going on there. Lemon incest. What? 12 years old. What? <laughs> also, I what? I don't even know who this person is or what that is. Thank you. So I still don't Thank even you. care about the story. Exactly. Although I am like, what? Although I'm very concerned for the cat named Milo. He's a gray and lilac, British short hair, male and fluffy. And he has been lost in Greenwich Village mm-hmm. in New York City oh, between 5th cute. and 6th Avenue. If you have information, please contact the owners. One of them is Charlotte Gainsborough. But this is what the Daily Mail does, is that they just just cram in everything into the headline mm-hmm. so that you click on it. Now, what they're banking on is that you're going to click on that because of the words incest, right. lemon, 12, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It just... <sighs> and then you're going to go through and read the whole article and it really is just about a missing cat. It is about it's a, a cute cat. cat. Really? Also, you know, about the, the cat. I also love this. That article is really just written for people in like a half mile area in New York City. Yeah. Because I can't help find the cat. We care about Milo. That's the cat what I care because about. Milo the cat is cute, and we care about all cute creatures, great and small, on planet True. Earth. True. But the Daily Mail is not going to be reporting about the cats that are missing in my neighborhood. Also, can I point something else out? Well, and I think maybe what you're going to point out is the reason, the real reason, maybe. No. No. 
I'm going to point out the fact that the Daily Mail posted the um, reward if found post, like the um, poster. And, like, again, I'm not in New York. I can't find this cat. I have no business calling the phone number that they've printed of Charlotte Gainsbourg. That's what I mean. They put the actual telephone number. The actual phone number. So me here in Minnesota, if I care who she is and I'm like, I want to talk to this lady, I have her phone number now. Yeah. Hey, I really liked you in the science of sleep. Can we talk a little bit? I don't know. I mean, I don't know this person, but. What? She's an actor. So her mom is Jane Birkin. And you may know the name Jane Birkin because she is the woman. Mm hmm who inspired the Birkin bag. Yep. The Birkin bag is named after Charlotte Gainsborough's mom, Jane Birkin. Now, and if you're a fan of old things like I am, you'll know her dad too, Serge Gainsborough, blah, 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 blah. Nobody that we really need to care about. They put all this stuff in this headline for no apparent reason whatsoever, other than to be weird and provocative. And Daily Mail, you annoy me. To the nth degree, but we just we just can't stop reading you. I know. I can't quit. I can't, can't. quit it. I really am troubled, though, by the fact that like her actual phone number is... I hope it's the phone number of an assistant, but no, even then an know. assistant is an actual it's human her being. and her husband, Ooh. who's a French-Israeli director and actor. See, that's the thing with the Daily Mail. I think that's the real reason why they printed this story, because her phone number is right there uncensored. In the story. bonkers. And the Daily Mail... Uh, I would like to write a note to the Daily Mail and ask if they could do the same thing with Zac Efron's phone number. Oh, please. Well, and or Channing Tatum's. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> Help a girl out, okay? Mm. All right. On that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about this... Uh, I'm calling it Mean Girlsception. This is the remake of the remake of Mean Girls. The remake of the movie Mean Girls based on the stage musical of the movie Mean Girls. It's a lot, and we have to talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. So, we like to sometimes pretend we are studio executives on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, will be back on Monday. He's been filling in for Jason, and uh, Holly and I are here with you until 3 o'clock today. Uh, okay, so we like to pretend that we're movie and studio executives, and we decide whether or not <laughs> we will green light different project ideas, right? Right. And this is the latest one that's, that came to me this morning via Variety. Variety is like not a gossip rag. This is Variety an actual is a trade. trade. What they yep. call in the biz, that means that they report legitimate news. Right. So this is this is uh, from uh, the trades. This is from Variety dot com. So it's happening. This is real and it's actually happening. This is not a rumor. This is not uh, hearsay. This is not conjecture. This is actually happening. Um, The producers of the hit Broadway show Mean Girls have announced that now the Tony nominated production is being adapted for the big screen for Paramount Pictures. Meaning, it started as a movie, Mean Girls. Yes. They did a Broadway stage adaptation of the movie Mean Girls. Yes. That won Tony Awards. Big deal. Now they are going to be making an on-screen adaptation of the adaptation of the original Mean Girls. What? 
What? I can barely even explain <laughs> it to you. But then that's not all. That's not the only piece of news. But wait. But there's wait. more. There's more. Uh, they're also involving Tina Fey in this production. Uh-huh. She was, of course, the writer of the film version. She was involved in the writing of the stage production. And uh, now we'll be helping get the stage version onto the big screen. I... Uh, this I don't know why this bothers me so much. <laughs> so, Colleen Lindstrom, high-powered Hollywood studio executive, we're sitting at the grill, we're having lunch, yeah. we're, we're power lunching here, and we're deciding whether or not we're going to give the green... The- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Green light. Yep. To the Mean Girls movie musical. All right. Just imagine it, Colleen. Picture this. Regina George and Katie, Caddy, whatever the hell her name is. We don't care. Kicking and stretching and yeah. dancing. They're going to do a whole version of that Jingle Bell Rock thing on stage. The full version. Imagine it here. Picture, if you will. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I would see this being like, pedal this thing to Fox or NBC for their, you know, live musical. Do that. Yay. Do we need another adaptation of Mean Girls? I like Mean Girls. This is coming from a nice place. I like Mean Girls. I like the movie. I didn't get to see this stage show when it was here, um, but I heard it was great. And it and it is its own entity, and it exists sort of separate from the movie. It has a, it has the same plot, but there's more music, more dancing, etc. It's a musical. It's a musical. Do we need that on the big screen? No, and also, this is, I'm not trying to be mean to, I really am not, I just have opinions, and that's how I was born, okay, that's who I am. I don't, Tina Fey, I love her. I want her to have an identity separate from Mean Girls, because she does other really great things. And so I I almost feel like this is like that chain, like she's chained to it, Mm -hmm. and she can't she feels a responsibility to the characters. She feels a responsibility to the story. I understand that she wants to bring like bring it all the way through with her voice attached to it. And I almost wish that she, as the creator of it, would be like, hey, guys, I, you know, I think we're good. So you're the being the creative I'm, executive, I don't want to do like this. Okay, all right. Well, I'm the other Hollywood executive sitting across from you at this power lunch. Uh-huh. We're talking about Mean Girls, the musical movie. I'm here to tell you that we're going to green light this, Colleen. Oh, we're going to green light, green... <laughs> what the... It's Friday. It's fine. It was that fifth martini. Okay. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Never do no, that. Never do that. Never go to number five. No. Uh... I'm going to say one word to you that is actually two words combined into a singular word. What is that? They hairspray. Yeah. Hairspray, hairspray, hairspray. That was the John Waters movie mm-hmm. 
that was adapted into a Tony Award winning musical. That Tony Award winning musical was then turned into a film that a lot of people enjoyed featuring John Travolta, Mm -hmm. Zac Efron, and a bunch of other people kicking and stretching to that. And they did a live musical of that as well. And they did, yeah, because they're probably going to do a Mean Girls live musical that will air on NBC or Fox. Here's what I will say about the, the about Mean Girls is it is the story for the ages, right? Like it is it 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 translates across time and space. Yes. Um it's it's and it is good and it's super well done. I just yes, and it works for hairspray. I I guess I go back to that just because we can doesn't mean we should. I don't know. What and you're saying is that we're bankrupt of ideas. That's kind of and it. That we, and I don't, <laughs> it feels like it's, uh, I don't want to say what it feels like because it's gross and it's not, a, but I just, I, I don't want to like? keep on recycling the things that people have made. And I, and it makes me sad that, that Tina Fey is like, yeah, I'm going to do, because now she's going to be taking up her time that she could be spending creating something totally brand new, which Tina Fey is really good at doing the thing that she's already done, right? And we heard in the blind items that Lindsay Lohan is still angling for a a role. Bless her heart. Bless her sweet little heart and soul. And I tell you what, Tina Fey, you're never going to be able to shake that gal. I'm telling you. I just would like to see Tina Fey, like, focusing on new projects. Like I said, Mean Girls, totally a story for the ages. A story that deserves to be told. It's already been told. Now in two different ways. I, ugh, I you want know. something new and hot and fresh. Colleen, yes. I'm here to tell you, nobody wants anything new and hot and fresh. I'm apparently not. <laughs> because this story keeps going and going and going and going. Now, because you could say, all right, because to you and I, Mean Girls the movie, oh, surely that suffices. Like, we can go back and we can watch Mean Girls the movie time and again. Mm-hmm. That movie came out ugh. 16 years ago that is a just feel very that is is a full generation that's a driving child that is a driving (laughs) child there is a person who is driving a vehicle as we speak who was born the year mean girls the year mean girls came out so that's one of those things too where i try to look at all of these reboots and reimaginings and the musical and whatnot and so forth, that there is a whole generation of people out there who have little to no relationship with the movie Mean Girls in the way that we do. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely fair. Um, and I get it. And I, I don't know. Maybe I think my bigger, not issue, I don't want to say issue because it makes it sound so serious. I'm not, not losing issue. sleep over this. <laughs> but, but I think my bigger sadness is that I, I don't want. I want Tina Fey to move on. I want Tina Fey to not be shackled to Mean Girls for the rest of her life. I want it to be like, you know, a feather in her cap, but not a feather, a cap made out of those feathers, right? Well, I'm sure she has millions of feathers. Well, she because does. Of but mean I want girls. more. I want other feathers. I want her to come up with more. I like her voice a lot, and I want to see her being able to spend time on that voice and new versions of that voice. Instead of always going back to the mean girls, well, so you just want to be Tina a one. Yeah, I do. I don't want her to feel like a one. I don't want her to be a one trick pony, and I, I almost am afraid that people will start to put her in that box if she keeps going back to the mean girls. Well, I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it'll probably be a great adaptation. I didn't ask for it. But, I, you know, I'm sure it'll be just great. But you're not giving the Mean Girls movie musical a green light. No, I'm not. Red light from, from me. Holly's still greenlighting it. 
I'm a we greedy can agree Hollywood to studio executive, baby. I'm thinking of the cold hard cash, yeah. and I'm thinking the youth are going to want to come out to see this movie musical. And I'm sure they will. And we're going to green light it, and then it's going to be adapted for the <sighs> live musical on Fox and NBC. Thanks for mentioning that, Colleen, by the way, because that's going to happen, money. too. Because that happened with bills. Hairspray. And then, of course, like, soundtrack. I mean, yes, it's going to make money. Don't, I mean, whatever. The almighty dollar. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, how are you eating? Do you eat your chips one at a time, or do you grab a whole hand? Handful, just shove it in your gullet. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. How do you eat chips one at a time, or by the handful? After this, on my talk one zero seven one.